fly atop Boston, it's Celtics Express, where we bring you the latest in the quest for Banner 18. It's the Prince of the Parquet, the Captain of Causeway, the Governor of Green. Oh, wait, really? He quit? Okay, then. Here's your host, Jay Corwin. What up, what up, what up, what up? I'm Jay Corwin. This is Celtics Express. Welcome in as we hit 13 straight wins for the Boston Celtics. Thanks for joining us. Find Celtics Express on Twitter, iTunes, Google Play, JCPenney. We're everywhere. All you need to know about the C's in 10 minutes, people get on board. We're brought to you by OTGBasketball.com. The friendly folks there providing tons of audio content. You can find stuff on almost every team, weekly, daily, new podcasts. Check them out. Tons of content every day for you, for your ride to work, for your ride home. All five Celtics starters in double figures. They top the Nets 109-102 at the Barclays Center Wednesday night to extend the NBA's longest winning streak, the longest team streak back in 08-09 of 19 games. The Celtics finished 62-20 that season. You may recall losing to Orlando in the Eastern Conference semis. Orlando then went on to lose to a team from L.A. We won't mention them. Uh, they also hold the longest winning streak in NBA history at 33 games back in the 1971-72 season. Brad Stevens is saying this squad is certainly playing well, but slow your roll, Boston. We don't have um, very many times where I feel like we're, we're not all going in one direction. And I think that that's the key. And then, you, you know, I guess at the end of the day, the only thing constant would be the result. But, you know, we've had our games where we haven't played as well, and we've had our games where we played a little bit better. But, you know, it's still whatever, 67 games to go. So we got a long way. The Celtics inconsistent on defense Wednesday night, something we haven't seen much of them this season. Brad Stevens heard in the huddle and telling them to pick it up. They just look plain out lazy in the first half. The offense continues to sputter as well, but 13 wins is 13 wins. The past few games haven't been played all that well, but Kyrie Irving returned to the lineup after missing one game with that facial fracture suffered Friday, courtesy of the elbow of Aaron Baines. Clearly looked uncomfortable in the game in Brooklyn. He did put up 25 points. He's donned a mask in his NBA career before, of course, with the Cavaliers. You may recall he put up a then-career-high 41 points against the Knicks wearing that black mask in December of 2012. He then got a clear-fitted version in the aftermath of that. We listen in late in the third quarter from Brooklyn to Mike and Scal on NBC Sports Boston. I hate to keep bringing the mask up, but he takes it off every single time. Like, I hate this thing. Kyrie put the mask down for a moment. And we'll take a seat on the bench. He leaves it right by me. Scout, we totally didn't lose it for him if he wanted. He just got to smile. Kyrie just 8 for 20 in 29 minutes in Brooklyn, but was able to turn it on late and lead the Seas to another victory. The masked man spoke after the win. How's your face feeling? It's broken. <laughs> so that's that, you know. So it's just wearing a mask for protective uh, precautionary reasons, but, um, you know, hopefully it'll get better in the next, next few weeks. It might like you're each kind of the mask. Comfort level. It is what it is. What is it affecting? What does it affect? Uh, I don't know. It's just a plastic. Like I said in the morning, it's just a piece of plastic on your face, and you know, the, you know, there's a difference of having something, um, you know, over your face. It's almost like, you know, having 
somewhat foggy blinders on. And, you know, when I take off the mask, I can see everything. And when I have the mask on, I'm really dialed into what's in front of me. And, you know, my peripherals are a little cut off, you know, up and down. But um, it's just something to get used to. Like I said, it is what it is. Yeah, I was telling some of my teammates, you know, they, they were asking, you know, some of the fans too, asked me whether I was going to wear the black mask. The difference with the black mask is that they're not getting the ball. Because I couldn't see outside the mask. So I was like, little do you guys know, you're like, oh, the mask man, the black mask. I'm like, I scored that many because I just was looking at the basket. <laughs> so <laughs> a lot of my peripheral vision and driving, I could only see what's in front of me. And that black mask, like, it just takes away the vision. So I'm just like, oaks basket. Like, this is just the best case scenario. So, you know, that, that that's, uh, you know, that, that's the whole black mask thing. So I'm glad I get to wear a clear one. Hey, I'm telling these guys, like, you guys should be great. Come on. Show some gratitude. I'm showing gratitude, too, for not wearing that black mask. But, uh, yeah, so hopefully a few more weeks in the mask and I'll be out of it. Kyrie continues to try and prove he is that number one guy. It's been fun to watch, certainly playing differently than he did in Cleveland. One thing that's been very impressive, that lack of turnovers and just control of the game. Al Horford with another strong shooting night, 8 for 10, 17 points, 11 boards. Marcus Morris, huge in the win as well, 21 points on 8 of 12 shooting, 2 for 3 from deep, 10 boards, 11 of those points coming in the fourth quarter when Boston really took over. He's certainly a matchup nightmare for other teams. So far, it seems like the one guy that's had trouble fitting in a bit to Brad's system, aside from the scoring, I mean, he is a one-on-one player, so you do see a lot of that scoring coming on breakdown plays and just a one-on-one shot kind of deal, which we don't see a lot outside of him in the system. I also think his defense is pretty suspect. He overcommits sometimes, uh, but shooting like that, a lot of that is forgotten. Aaron Baines continues to be that glue guy. He clears space underneath and understands when to get out of the way. That can't be overlooked. We compare him to a guy like Kelly Olynyk from last season, a major upgrade there. Celtics Express producer Teddy Tuhat says the Celtics Express customer service line is blowing up. That's your chance to get heard right here on Celtics Express. Teddy Tuhat, what's popping? Got NBA on the brain? Call the sex line. Whoa there. That's Celtics Express Customer Service. Give us your take at 617-807-0013 to be heard on the show. Hey, this is Allison calling from Brooklyn, just leaving the Nets Celtics game. Packed house. The Nets never sell out. The Celtics fans were in force. Kyrie was watching, like watching a... I don't know. Angel floats through the air. He's amazing. He was very pissed about wearing a face mask. He threw it on the uh, court several times. But he was amazing. They came out with the win. Woo! Hi, this is Shin from Brooklyn. Uh, we came back from the, the Celtics-Brooklyn Nets game. You know, I got to give it to the Seas. Uh, they had a great game today. You know, but we didn't have our, our rush hour twins, D'Angelo Russell and Jeremy Lin. So maybe next time, you know, we'll give them a better match. All right, go Nets. At Celtics Express Customer Service, we thank the calls from Brooklyn, 617-807-0013. You can be heard right here. Talk anything Celtics or anything NBA on your mind. So that brings us to the premier matchup thus far of the NBA season. The Celtics first in the Eastern Conference, hosting the Warriors Thursday night at the Garden. The defending champions, of course, have won seven straight by an average of almost 20 points a game. Head coach Steve Kerr says Boston certainly on his team's radar. Well, they're dialed in. Um, they're well coached, obviously. Brad's amazing. Um, I think uh, Jalen Brown in his second year um, has made huge strides. They add Tatum, so you got another long-armed guy who can switch. Um, and their bigs are really smart. Horford and Baines are really sharp 
basketball players. So they're all on a string. They uh, play off each other really well, and they're uh, they're really sound and they're motivated. You know, it's a team that's been on the rise the last couple of years. Lost in the conference finals. Uh, they want to win a championship, and uh, and it looks like it. You know, even without Gordon Hayward and that that awful injury, Boston um, is just crushing people, and so. It's going to be really fun to, to go against them on Thursday. We know how tough it's going to be. The tail of the tape. They both have the best records in their conferences. The Warriors at 11-3, and Celtics at 13-2. and The Warriors with the number one offensive rating coming in. The Celtics with the number one defensive rating. So Golden State scoring almost 120 a game. Boston only at 102. The Celtics give up about 94.5 points a game, while the Warriors giving up close to 108 points a game. The Warriors, of course, known for moving that ball so well, more than 31 assists per game. The Celtics just at 22 and didn't do very well in that category in Brooklyn coming in. They haven't played their best ball leading up to the NBA's marquee matchup here early in this season, but it should be fun Thursday night. The defending champion Warriors visit the Celtics at TD Garden. Something will have to give. That game will be on TNT. That's an 8 o'clock tip. As always, catch us on Celtics Express again Friday morning. We will cover that Warriors game and look ahead towards the weekend. Find us on otgbasketball.com and Twitter at Celtics Express. I'm your host, Jake Corwin. We'll catch you next time.